The following podcast contains strong language, adult themes, and sexual content. Viewers be advised, the show is rad. Loosely Canon Podcast does not own any of these stories or properties. All characters and stories shared on this show are fictional, and any likeness to real people or situations are coincidental. theme music's gonna be <laughs> something like that yeah we're keeping this in the edit okay. welcome to loosely canon a weekly podcast where we read stories about your favorite characters doing things that they never should have done to begin with i am your host andrew and i will be reading some of the best fanfic i have had the privilege nay the honor to lay my eyes upon and this is my co-host q hey i'm q and uh, I'm here to say out loud on the microphone exactly what it is we're all thinking while this uh, interesting sensual world is revealed to us. Oh, and it will be revealed, especially today. But we'll get more into that. But first, cute. There's there's a question. Why? Why are we making this podcast? We have to we have to establish our thesis. That's an excellent question. Fanfics. It's an amazing world, right? Back in the days of Tumblr and nowadays in Reddit, young authors from all around the world. I was first introduced to it back in college when our good friend, who will for the moment remain nameless until she, until <laughs> until, she, until, until she joins us. Until she decides to come on. <laughs> yeah. Back in college, she showed me it, and my life has forever changed. The only thing that this world of fanfics sorely needs is a voiceover and an audience to listen to it which is why we're here. We're going to change the world of fanfics forever. I actually think fanfic is a wonderful way to like kind of get your creative juices flowing. You know, you don't have to work so hard creating mm-hmm. characters. The characters are already created for you in an established way. And uh, you just get to put them in a new setting, get to do new things with them. Uh, I mean, oftentimes we get a little uh, thirsty in our fandoms. It gets a little hot and heavy. A l- little bit, yeah. But uh, thirsty is an interesting word. I would use the word feral. Feral's a popular one right now, and it is a perfect way to describe our topic today. So on our show, we're going to try and tackle all of the trendy characters, icons from books, films, movies, maybe even pop culture in general. But today we're going to talk about the internet's new daddy, Pedro Pascal. Amazing actor, born and raised in Chile. I think he is currently. I think. I think he just turned forty-seven. Really very recently. Yeah, very recently. He looks great for his age. Honestly, I my guess is like thirty-eight. Yeah, I, I thought, was thinking like late, mid, mid to late thirties. Yeah, but he has become a bit of a. Uh, I guess a sex symbol is the best way to put it. <laughs> a little bit. A little and bit. it feels like it only happened over the past month. But I mean, he's been in amazing shows: Game of Thrones, uh, DA Agent, and Narcos. He uh, is, of course, the Mando. In Mandalorian. Uh, his name is Din Djarin. That's, is it really his name? I'm pretty sure that's his <laughs> name. <laughs> Maybe I'm mispronouncing it, but I'm pretty sure that's his name. I, they only refer to him as Mando or Mandalorian, so I'm, that's the only thing I have ever associated. I'm pretty sure I've heard an episode where they refer to him as Din Djarin, but I can't, don't quote me on that. Uh, you know what? I haven't seen it, so it's probably not real. But all of these iconic and pivotal roles that Pedro is uh, synonymous with, um, it's kind of weird. We're not going to talk about any of them. We're actually going to talk about one from, I believe it was a 2016 movie. You can tell we did 
really good research on this. The best. Yeah. Uh, from the Kingsman Golden Circle, the character of Agent Whiskey. I am thinking about the movie. I vividly remember the first Kingsman movie, and I know I've seen the second one, but I cannot remember too much about it. I, I like many other people, I loved the first Kingsman movie. The second one, I you're right, it's spotty at best. Mm. Um, I remember he's in it. His guy has a southern accent, and I think he has like an electric lasso. There's like a scene where he literally yoinks someone in half. Kind of an interesting character in the film. Uh, he's led to be one of the uh, American statesman agents. And uh, it's later revealed that he is a double agent working with, uh, I think she was a fast food um, like mogul. And she's going to poison all of the world's drug addicts and kill them at the same time. Agent Whiskey turns right. out to be a double agent, evil. Spoiler alert to a movie that came out almost a decade ago, I think. What's really interesting is there's a scene uh, in the movie where Agent Whiskey is talking to Halle Berry, who's like a scientist for statesmen. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he starts going off about like, oh, my roomie's out and uh, I got a six pack of cold ones in the room and you can scream my name as long as you need to, Sugar. And that's where this edit by D.V. Cree comes in. Um, it's set to... Hey, Sexy Lady uh, by Shaggy, um, which I don't think... We're big fans of Shaggy. We we are. um, We can't sing it for fear of copyright infringement. Also, it just wouldn't sound good. But it's set to that, and this video, this was a month ago, and it already had 15 million views. And this edit is, ironically enough, the revive the Kingsman franchise needed in the modern era. It has brought back the second movie and has given us this amazing fanfic, which I'm going to read to listeners... It is a fanfic uh, uploaded by author Venus Align. You can find it on Archive of Our Own or AO3.com. And it's called As Loud As You Need To Sugar. Wow, that's that's a chilling title. Uh, yes, it's got 3,000 words, 1,000 kudos, and just under 15,000 hits. So guys, if you're listening to this, make sure you go give some kudos give some traction to this. The author of Venus Align obviously put a lot of effort into this, so... Make sure we appreciate it. We love our fanfic authors on this show. Always be kind, supportive to them. And, you know, they're doing this to flex their creativity muscles. And they're doing it all to entertain us and give themselves a creative outlet. So make sure we give them the same kind of feedback that we would want as well. Absolutely. Just before we get into our fanfic, the actual meat of our podcast... I want to take you through some of the tags we've got here. So there is Praise Kink. Oh. Oh, yeah. He would talk you through it. That's something we all kind of need sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I wish someone would talk me through taxes. Also, Praise Kink. Yeah. I think sometimes we all need a little bit of praise. Welcome to Loosely Canon, where we we want you to know you're doing a great job. Yeah, you're you're doing a great job. You're doing fantastic. Yeah, you're doing good. The summary uh, given to us by our author is letting Jack Daniels take you home from the bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The amount of times that Jack Daniels took me home from the bar is zero because I don't drink Jack Daniels. No. I, I stay away from it, personally. Also not your, also not a whiskey drinker. Yeah, me neither. But if it's your thing, you're doing great. You're doing fantastic. You're doing a great job. Notes. Listen. There's an unhealthy amount of Pedro Pascal on TikTok right now, and I felt the need to please the people and feed the sluts, you know? I just know he's out there watching all the edits y'all are making. That's a really nice. That's a really nice little sentiment from our author. Yeah, and uh, Pedro Pascal, if you are listening to this podcast, which I very much hope you are, you're doing great. You're doing. You're doing fantastic, buddy. You're doing amazing. Yeah, 
Keep going, Daddy. Yes, please. That's the, that's the most explicit <laughs> thing I've ever said into a microphone. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> if we're ready, are you ready, Q? I am ready to go. Audience, you're doing great. Let's begin. The story, As Loud As You Need To, Sugar, by Venus Align. It was half past 9 p.m. It was a long day and even longer one in the office. Why you had taken this job, no one would ever know. Sure, the pay was good, but it cost your sanity and any chance of finding a date. You were getting older, which meant there were more expectations for you. Find a man, settle down, get married, and have children. You were getting tired of being questioned every holiday. When do we get to meet your boyfriend? Why haven't you found someone? You're getting a little old, you know. These are, these are very poignant questions right now. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> it was exhausting. Sighing, you dragged yourself to your car, if you could even call it that anymore. You were surprised that it even still ran. Half of the console lights were seemingly permanently on, and whenever you started the rust bucket, the pungent smell of exhaust fluids filled the car. This is, this is Lucy Cannon Podcast. If that's happening to your car, that's not a good sign. Yeah. Maybe just Uber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get a lift. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe carpool, guys. Just, carpool. Just, just got a new job. You have to have at least a little bit of money. Well, apparently the pay was decent. Just yeah. not good enough, apparently. You needed a new one. Your job paid well, but not that well. You sat staring at your lit dashboard, your eyes flickering to the displayed time. It wasn't that late. You figured you could have some time to rush home, put on something nice, and hit the bar. Nodding your head, you put the car in gear and began the short drive home. I don't even know how to mess with the time on my in my car. You you hit clock, and then you turn the, the dial. That's too much for me. We're going to have to figure that out later. All right, audience, um, let us know. Is changing the time in your car a hassle? <laughs> yes or no? Nodding your head. You put the car in gear and began the short drive home. Thankfully, you got off late enough for the 5 o'clock traffic to somewhat subdue, meaning you wouldn't be stuck behind each red light for 20 minutes. Arriving home, you made your way up the stairs to your apartment, slipping the key into the lock and jiggling it until the door opened. Once inside, you were now faced with putting on something presentable. Getting dolled up wasn't exactly your specialty. You took calls all day, and no one ever really looked at you. So they haven't really explained the new job yet, have they? No, I think this is, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a reader self-insert. So okay, I think it's just generic stuff. So if you're listening to this and you have a car that smells of exhaust fumes and uh, you have a key that apparently does not fit into your door correctly, this is for you. You're also doing great. You're doing a damn good job. The bar you planned on going to wasn't necessarily a popular one. But it was cozy, and you felt you could go there without getting roofied. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, oh. okay. <laughs> quick, quick note on that one. Um, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna go to bar and you're immediately, th- your immediate thought is, I might get roofied here. Don't go to that bar. I I also like how knowing you won't get roofied at a bar is a uh, that's cozy. Yeah. That's a, that's a cozy feeling you get. Yeah, all right. Things are now spicing up. <laughs> oh, it gets a lot spicier from here. Um, by the way, readers, it should be noted, my co-host here has not read this fanfic. Only I have. So I know what's about to happen. <laughs> Settling on a simple black dress and four-inch heels, God knows you wouldn't be able to survive in any taller. The drive to the bar was, for some reason, awkward and quiet. It felt as if you were driving to an appointment rather than having a night out to yourself. 
parking alongside the side of the building. You killed the engine, now sitting in the dark. It wasn't too late to start the car and go back home, was it? Fuck it. You're doing it. Stepping out of the car, you smoothed your dress down. You didn't bother locking the piece of junk that you called your vehicle. There was nothing in it. And to be honest, not even the homeless would want it. Stuffing your keys into your purse, you took a breath before heading inside. Much to your surprise, there was more people inside than you'd ever really seen. It was intimidating, especially since you weren't expecting that many people standing around the bar. Well, there was no turning back now. Stepping further inside, you made your way to the bar top. It was a bit of a squeeze, people coming and going, but you managed to get there with little difficulty. Only bumping into two of the 15 people. This must be a really small bar. Only 15 people? 15... I don't go to a lot of bars. I'm getting the vibe this is a small town. Yeah. Settling at the bar top, you patiently waited for the bartender to get to you. You somewhat pitied him. God knows how long it's been since its last rush hour. You suddenly became all too aware of a looming presence at your side. Taking a glance over, you had to do a double take. You've never really seen anyone quite like him. Everything about him radiated confidence and sex appeal. Clearing your throat, you turned your attention back to the bar, watching as drinks spilled and glasses clinked against the wood top. No shame in taking a peek, darling. You nearly jumped out of your skin. The man you had quietly admired was now bent over, his lips just barely grazing your ear. That feels like too close. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want someone that close to my ear. <laughs> Uh, especially after just first meeting them. No. His lips just barely grazing your ear. Uh, pardon? You choked out, watching as he straightened himself out. God, he's gorgeous. A grin spread across his lips as he leaned against the bar top, never once breaking eye contact. I saw you stealing a glance. He leaned in closer. You could smell his cologne, musky with a hint of smoldering wood. Now, what's a pretty little thing doing in a place like this he questioned you wet your lips taking a glance around your surroundings before looking back at him what's a cowboy doing in new york you asked in retaliation has she this is in new york this for okay 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 so established okay 15 people in new well is it new york city i assume if they say new york it's new york city maybe also has she established he's a cowboy yet i have heard no talk of a hat well, I, 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 think, I think we all know where this is going. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what's a cowboy doing in New York? You asked in retaliation. Save a horse, ride a cowboy, you know. Stop. You weren't expecting the hearty laugh that left him, watching him shake his head. You got an attitude on you. I like it. How about you let me buy you a drink, sugar, and we'll go from there. You couldn't help but chuckle and shake your head in disbelief. All right, one drink, you said. Taking a moment to look him up and down, your eyes stopped at his belt buckle. Statesman, huh? You'd never heard of it. Whoa there, sugar. My eyes are up here. We haven't quite gotten to that part yet. You couldn't help but roll your eyes as your cheeks became flushed. He was cocky, but his good looks just about made up for it. I thought being cocky was a good thing. Uh, maybe. It's to everyone's own personal preference, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know, to be fair, someone just, like, randomly starts staring at your, like, belt level. <laughs> I'd probably be like, whoa, now. 
I was just I was just grazing over your ear here, ma'am. <laughs> I was all I did was nibble on your ear a little bit. Quit staring beneath my. <laughs> Calm <face>. down, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Returning your gaze to him, you brushed a few loose strands of hair from your face. I'll have a black opal. You can find me over there. With a smirk and a nod, you made your way to an empty booth. The stranger's gaze practically burned holes into the back of your head. You didn't have to turn around to know exactly what he was looking at. Once sat, you nervously smoothed down your dress and crossed your legs. You truly had no idea what exactly you were getting yourself into, but it was time to crawl out of the box you were hiding in. It was time to put away the timid, quiet worker bee that you were. You had already reached a dead end with it. Frankly, everyone was right, as much as you hated to admit it. You know, I don't exactly take orders from a lady outside the bedroom, but I suppose it couldn't hurt to try new things. Sitting down across from you, you watched as he slid a glass across the table. The name's Jack, darling. Or whiskey. Up to you. Since you'll be the one calling it out all night. (laughs) (laughs) That was a smooth line. Uh, That was the smoothest uh, Jack Daniels. (laughs) The Riz is coming out. A shiver ran down your spine as you stuttered to find a reply. He was good. Almost too good. You're confident in yourself, Jack. How can you be so sure that I'm going home with you? For all I know, you could be a serial killer, and I'm your next prey. Jeez. <laughs> now, that's, that's some rapport right there. I think right about now would be the time where I uh, state the obvious. We don't know entirely what it's like to go into every dating situation immediately thinking that the other person could possibly be a roofier. Or, or a serial killer. Or a serial killer. Though, to, to what I will say, um, as far as the story is concerned, if a man is dressed as a cowboy in New York wearing a statesman buckle and is nibbling on your ear, ladies, oh. ladies, he's got at least five. Yeah. Five, he's got at least five somewhere in the ground. Yeah. Yeah, something like <laughs> he's that. He's killed at least 12 people. Yeah, chances are. And I'm your next prey, you said, taking a sip of your drink. The liquor sent a delightful warmth down your throat, spreading throughout the rest of your body. Let's say I do go home with you. Judging by the way you hold yourself, you might be overcompensating for something, don't you think? You said with a sly grin. Jack chuckled, shaking his head. You want to give him head. <laughs> that was a immediate turn. Yeah. That was pretty quick. Uh, you want to give him head. What? You could, right now, under the table. No one would notice. Everyone. Everyone would notice. Um, oh, he's saying that to her. No, no, this is her internal monologue. This is oh, what she's thinking. Oh, it's her internal monologue. She said, I think you have a small penis. And then she said, I want to give him head. <laughs> and then she thought, oh, man. Your cheeks began to turn red. So much so to the point you had to turn away to regain yourself. The only thing you need is a shot of holy water and a nice long forgiveness session. To make it worse, you could hear him chuckling at you. Whether it was to make fun of you or to prove his point, it wasn't helping. Baby, you thought this was overcompensation. Wait till you see what I can do. You were just about to say, screw it and take me, I'm yours. You couldn't help but laugh, quickly covering your mouth with your hand. It wouldn't be too awful just throw the towel in and go along with it. Let me finish my drink, Jack. And that's the end of the uh, first part of our story. There's a little bit of a, a break. Oh, well, okay. So but, that's but, the end of chapter one. Uh, no, this is all. This is all. This is all one shot. It's all one chapter. There's there's yeah. like a little 
Oh, like a little page break. It's okay. a note that sequentially the story is taking a break. Alrighty, maybe the scene is changing. Yeah, yeah. So I do have some thoughts. The opal, the black opal. The black opal is that the drink? I think so. What is it? Look, look, look it up real quick. What we got? Black opal. Vodka, gin, rum, triple sec, blackberry liqueur, blue caracal liqueur, lemonade, and sweet and sour. I'm gonna be honest. I'm looking at the picture of this drink, and uh, it doesn't look. Appetizing. It doesn't look good at all. It yeah. looks like. Um, it's so blue it becomes like black. It looks yeah. like it looks like something like Lord of the Rings. It looks like a like a a poison or something. Yeah, like like a nightshade drink or something. No, Snow White, don't drink from that. <laughs> don't drink the black opal. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Basically, if you put these r- drinks in front of me and you said, "Which one of these is roofied?" I'd, I'd probably point at that one and be like, "It's uh, definitely it's that dark, one." It's dark enough <laughs> it's to hide. That one. It's dark enough to hide a roofie for sure. Honestly. You couldn't believe what you were looking at. It was probably one of the nicest penthouses in New York City. Stealing a glance over at Jack, you ran through all of the possible reasons he would be able to afford something like this. Was he a CEO? Some secret country mob boss? You didn't know. And honestly, it was beginning to be the last thing on your mind. You were snapped out of your thoughts as your side door was opened. Jack standing there with his hand held out to you, Taking it, you got out, still looking around the assortment of cars with names you wouldn't even bother with trying to pronounce. If you don't mind my asking, how can you afford all this? You asked as he led you to the elevator. Jack tapped on the metal belt buckle. I work with distillery statesmen. Make some of the best whiskey you've ever tasted, he said confidently, stepping on to the lift and pressing a button, not even bothering to look. She's about to taste some real good whiskey for sure. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> His eyes were trained on you and only you. Do you own this whole building? He chuckled. <laughs> no, sugar. Just the two top floors. That was still more than you'd ever be able to afford. The way he looked at you lit a fire inside you. You don't think anyone has ever looked at you the way this man is. Like he wanted to devour you. For some reason, you couldn't take your eyes off of him. It was like you were entranced simply by his presence. You searched for words, anything to say, but you just kept coming up empty. Thankfully, the sound of the elevator doors opening drew your attention away from him. Nothing could have prepared you for what you were about to see inside that penthouse. You were pretty sure that the entry rug cost more than your college degree. I feel like this got really, like... (laughs) millennial gen z fantasy like oh my god I've, i finally did i found <laughs> i found a sugar daddy <laughs> i found a sugar i found somebody who can own their own home yeah <laughs> it's my fantasy too i'm just like i, I kind of want to steal this rug a little bit <laughs> <laughs> jesus jack you breathed out stepping inside and getting a good look around you couldn't help the small laugh that left your lips as you started your adventure through his home are you looking for a live-in maid because i suddenly just became available you said only half serious. Looking back at him, you stopped. Jack was just standing there, his hands in his pockets. He didn't look annoyed, no, amused almost. Sorry, you mumbled, nervously rubbing your arm. Jack smiled, shaking his head. No need to apologize, sugar. Here, let me get you a drink. Please, have a seat, he said, motioning to the black faux leather couch. 
Did, did, did they just say like, hey, this place is really fancy. By the way, here's the fake leather couch. Yeah, the fake, the fake leather. <laughs> uh, on top of that, this is like the, the, the deep fantasy of somebody. <laughs> and their deep fantasy is, I want something that's kind of like leather, but not really. <laughs> I want all of the comforts animal cruelty free. And I love it. <laughs> Can I get you some water? It's from the Brita filter. <laughs> He watched as you nodded, making your way across the foyer and sitting down with a small bounce. Jack chuckled under his breath, heading over to the mini bar. I'm about to change your life with some whiskey. Just wait, he promised. Leaning back on the couch, you crossed one leg over the other as you watched him work. You're just trying to get me drunk, aren't you? You teased, your eyes following him as he strode towards you, placing the glass in your hand. On the contrary, baby doll. I wouldn't put my hands on you if you were. And oh sugar, I do plan on putting my hands all over you. He purred, draping his arm around your shoulders and using his free hand to lift a glass to your lips. Sip. That's it. Good girl. All right, can we break for a second? <laughs> yeah, what you, what you got? Uh, first of all, that was actually a relatively good line. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, and I, res- I respect that Jack is a gentleman. Agent Whiskey is a gentleman. Um, Not just a southern gentleman, but an actual gentleman. He is going to try to kill like millions of people in the movie. But yeah, absolutely. He yeah. has morals and principles. I also think he's a widower. I remember that correctly. Really? Yes, the whole reason he's doing it is because his family was like killed by a drug addict, I think. Ah. I'm not going to lie. I've read some romantic uh, fanfics, and uh, this, these lines are actually pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, from the, fan, the fanfic you have read to me before, <laughs> by the way, he's done this before. <laughs> uh, the fanfic you have read me before, uh, a lot of the writing is very spotty. Obviously, you can tell somebody who is either new to writing or is like really like trying to work on it. This person does deliver some pretty nice lines. I respect that. So, Venus Align, thank you very much. I'm taking notes. You shifted slightly. Never would have thought you had a praise kink, but here we are. There's the praise, praise kink. kink. Hey guys, if you made this far in our episode, you're doing great. You're doing amazing. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dare to say, sugar. <laughs> the whiskey burned on the way down, which didn't help the fact that your body already felt like it was on fire. Mm, you hummed, lowering the glass. You're right. It is good. You should have a taste. You whispered. Looking up at him, your eyes flickering down to his lips. Oh, sweet girl, you only need to ask once. With that, his lips were on yours. Planting his hands on your waist, he lifted you onto his lap, cupping your jaw with his hands, letting out a small moan. You made to work on unbuttoning his shirt, your fingers stumbling over one another due to the speed you were trying to undress this man at. It didn't take long for you to get fed up with those damn buttons. You simply gave his shirt a hard tug, every one of them scattering. The shirt was probably more than your salary, but you couldn't give two shits, and neither did Jack. Feeling his erection pressing into Hi, this is your host from the future. After careful consideration, we've deemed the following as too spicy for the general public. If you would like to see the rest of the story unedited in its full glory, you can find a link in our show notes below. Worry not, we've decided to play you the highlights of our reading, set to a beautiful score. Enjoy. Whiskey says do this, do this. <laughs> do this. Just toss him. Toss him. 
taking notes. <laughs> taking notes. Take notes, fellas. You thanked whatever god was out there that you decided to shave the table for. <laughs> <laughs> he held eye contact with you as he inched closer to your cunt. <laughs> it's just <laughs> <laughs> just get right for it. He's just staring it down like, hello there. <laughs> they go right in for cotton pussy. Oh, those lips. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you want. Oh, my goodness. You, you ever just look at someone and be like, babe, touch foreheads. <laughs> There's a lot of tossing going on in this and bedroom. ripping. I know. We're gonna we're gonna mythbuster this. Okay. <laughs> Freedom. Oh yeah, just half of his dick just is like Braveheart painted. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like in Australia, you know, like the cowboys down there, you know, ride horses in reverse. Yes. Yeah. yeah this is where we get a reverse cowboy. It's <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest shit I've ever said. <laughs> Fuck it, I love it when you moan. <laughs> One sex later. <laughs> the light from outside shone on your face, forcing you out of your blissful sleep. You sat up with a groan, pushing your hair out of your face as you looked around, your eyes falling on the man laying beside you, already awake. Were you watching me sleep? You asked, burrowing your brows. Jack grinned and shrugged. Hard not to. Did you know you snore? You snorted, reaching over to smack him. Shut up, I do not. You glanced around, your eyes falling on the wall clock. Oh, fuck, you muttered, looking around for your purse, and more importantly, your dress. What is it? Didn't like it? I at least give it a 9 out of 10. He said, propping himself up on his elbows. Man's humble. I've heard it, and uh, yeah, 9 out of 10 is probably pretty accurate. Man's humble. What? No, I'm going to be late for work, you answered. Snatching your bag up from the ground and pulling out your phone, only to have it snatched from your hands. Whoa. Perfect gentleman until this moment. You should have a lock on your phone, you know, he said, scrolling through. That is invasion of privacy. Yeah, very, that, very much so. That is red flag. Yeah. Red flag. Get out. You watched him in confusion as he raised the phone to his ear. What? He held up his hand, cutting you off. Hello? Morning, ma'am. I'm calling to inform you that your employee will not be making it in today. Nasty case of the flu. Take care. He said confidently before setting the phone down and wrapping his arms around your waist. Problem solved. Now where were we? That's the end? And that is the end of As Loud As You Need To, Sugar. Where is the next chapter? There is no next chapter. This is a one shot. So this is one wrapped up story. Um, I assume they have another sex. They do it. Yeah, they do a second. Yeah, I, 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 they, they do. They commit the sex again. They, yes, they do it a second time. What, where, how would you rate this fanfic? Like, let's let's not do a one out of ten. Let's just how. Where, where are some of the elements that you really enjoyed? I I really liked the writing. Actually, it was uh, like romance novel level, like less fanfic, mm-hmm. more actual romance novel. Up until. The part where the sex occurred. The the vaginal penetration. <laughs> yes, yeah. It was really spotty with the whole uh, the internal monologue, like coming in and out of the internal monologue. Mm-hmm. It was probably a lot easier to understand it if you're reading it. Yeah. But just being read about it, it's like, I don't know who's speaking right now. 
But as far as like uh, the writing itself, kudos, bravo, yeah, no. much better than a lot of what I've heard so far. I will say the writing, as far as dialogue goes, like usually when people like try and like have characters hit on each other, yep. I usually kind of roll my eyes at it. But mm-hmm. you know, some of these lines were I actually. I think they actually kind of captured whiskey a little bit there. Yeah, no, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I give kudos to that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty good. So once again, guys, if you liked this fanfic. Please go to Archive Our Own or wherever you get your fanfics from. Find Venus Aligns as loud as you need to, sugar, and give it a kudos, give it a hit, like it, share it, whatever you like. Make sure that you give her some love because we sure enjoyed it. We did, and uh, we enjoyed uh, sharing it with you guys. And if you like this podcast for some reason, if us reading Smut to you was enjoyable, make sure that you follow us. We have weekly episodes. We'll be talking about all kinds of different characters on the show, or different kinds of fandoms. Give us your recommendations. Like us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Share it around. Maybe be like, hey, Grandma, I found a really awesome podcast for you to listen to. Grandmas love us. Grandmas love us. And they do great. And grandmas, if you're listening, you're doing great. Add a girl. Adios. <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please rate and share our show on whatever platform you are listening on. A big thank you to our fanfic authors for giving us their wonderful stories to share with the world. Please give kudos and support to this week's entry through our show notes. This has been Loosely Cannon, and catch you on the flip side.